Welcome to another episode of the Strength in the Soul podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I'm starting this series, the grief series, to help you navigate through one of life's greatest challenges, something that we're all not exempt from, and I hope that this episode series serves you well. We're going to get into all different topics around grief, how to navigate grief from my perspective as a holistic healer, a licensed therapist, a Reiki master medium. We're going to talk about things from the human perspective, the spiritual perspective. We're going to have guest speakers on who have navigated their own personal grief journey. Some of them, even my clients, giving their testimony on how our work together has helped them and served them. We're going to talk about what to say, what not to say to someone who is grieving, how to advocate for yourself on this grief journey, sibling loss, partner loss, um, all different types of loss. And this is a warning to anybody that if any topics feel really intense for you, hit the pause button and reach out for support. Hello, my beautiful Strength in the Soul community. We are wrapping up the grief series today with episode four, Healing Grief with Spirituality. And we have a very special guest for this episode. This is one of my long-term clients. Her Her name is Stephanie, and I've had the pleasure of being a part of her healing journey for the last few years. And she first came to see me because she was grieving her mom the loss of her mom very heavily. And then we slowly started to work together in many other aspects of her life, business, relationship, spirituality, energy healing, coaching, one-on-one, overall wellness of her, you know, her mind, body, and soul. And she is someone, she is one of a few clients that I have in my community who have really worked with me in all the ways that I offer because I do offer a lot here at Strength in the Soul. I am the main service provider, although I do bring in guest experts from time to time on programs or on the podcast or um, group programs and workshops and events. I am the main uh, provider. And if you don't know my story very quickly, I was a licensed therapist for a long time and I became very burnt out And I've always been a very spiritual person. And I realized that I started to open up to my spiritual gifts. And I I always like to say that like God heard my prayers and just led me to a mentor who taught me how to really utilize my spiritual gifts. And it was already perfect because I had started Strength in the Soul as like a holistic healing business, doing life coaching. I really wanted to explore helping other people outside of doing psychotherapy. Although, of course, I always utilize those skills in my work. Then through becoming a medium and utilizing my spiritual gifts in in this business, I met a Reiki master and I experienced the healing power of Holy Fire Reiki which is a specific form of energy healing. And then I wanted to become a Reiki practitioner myself. And then I studied for a year and became a Reiki master. And now I had the pleasure of teaching other people Reiki and it's just been amazing. And because I've been an entrepreneur for 14 years and I love business and growth and personal development, business development, um, just entrepreneurship in general, I am very 
good at coaching people on how to remove their blocks and grow their passions into like major prosperity. And my intuition plays a huge role in that where I'm able to really like problem solve um, other people's blockages and just help them move through it. And I've learned a lot through the last 14 years and especially in the last three years, like post-COVID business growth has been incredible. And so I integrate that all in this work. Um, I've done a lot of couples and family sessions in my past as a therapist. Now I weave that into doing couples coaching therapy and just infusing all of those healing modalities into working with you know my clients. I can see this incredible transformation and Stephanie is one of them. And so she's sharing her testimony here, but she's also sharing her story. And her story, I know, can touch many people's lives. I wanted to include this topic on the grief series because healing grief with spirituality absolutely saved my life, healed my soul, and strengthened my soul. And that is exactly where strength in the soul came from, is because I felt that you know, we're all on this spiritual evolution journey and everything that we go through strengthens our soul. And it's really, really, really hard to think of our human experience and our great challenges here in this life. It's really difficult to have that perspective because we're here and we're human and we get to validate that. We really do get to validate that life is hard. And then as you move through this healing and you're connecting to a spiritual energy and which is a force greater than us and you look at the bigger picture and you start to see things unfold in your life where you get to realize, wow, I see the purpose in this. And I don't ever, ever, let me get this, let me put this out there and make this clear. I do not ever justify grief or loss or horrible, painful things happening to you in your life because that's like some serious toxic positivity stuff right there. However, we are spiritual beings first before we are here in our human experience and our mission in life is to grow and learn and evolve as a soul. And when you look at it from that perspective, you see meaning for your life. And that's the piece that you get from your healing journey. Not because something bad happens to you. You get it from healing and focusing on gaining that sense of peace and harmony in your life. And however long that takes you, it takes you, right? Like I'm five years in on this like intense grief journey. And I just feel, like I said in episode one of the the grief series, I just feel that I'm getting back to this sense of like peace within myself. And I'm learning to accept the new version of myself that now exists post-grief. And that is because I went down a path of healing and spirituality. And I connect deep to my spiritual self and the spiritual aspect of life. I believe in God and I believe that I have this beautiful team on the other side leading me down a life path until I return home again, you know, and I'm able to connect with the other side, but most importantly, I'm able to connect with 
the loving high vibrational beings on the other side that are there to support me. So let's get into this episode where I interview Stephanie and we can talk about, you know, healing grief and healing grief with spirituality. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Katie. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so honored and grateful to have you as a guest on the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for the conversation that we're about to have and the vulnerability that we're, you know, that you're about to share with us. You know, it takes a lot of bravery and courage to share your story. And especially we are used to working together one-on-one, right? You know, so Stephanie is actually one of my long-term one-on-one clients. And so I just want to thank her so much for also like taking the time to put out her story and her testimony with working with me onto the podcast, but I'm sure it feels really comfortable. Like we talk to each other every single week, like all the time. So it's like, oh, we're just talking to each other, but actually like, you know, it's like, wow, we're actually going to be on a podcast. (laughs) I love it. It's so so because I was telling you how excited I was for this and I'm like, whoa. And I caught myself and I'm like, who would be excited to talk about their grief? Mm -hmm. And, you know, because nobody likes going through this. So now I just have the chills. (laughs) I know. Right. Well, I think that that is just also a testament to your healing journey and all of the healing work that you've done. And I was talking to somebody else about this yesterday and her episode is going out um, in this grief series as well. And, you know, she was talking about how she's really nervous for the episode to come out, like nervous and excited, you know, because she's like, okay, this is like the first time that I'm speaking about my grief publicly. And both you and her have stories to share. And, um, you know, I told her, I was like, when I listen back to my episode before I publish it, like I wanted to proof listen to it and everything to make sure that it was, it was appropriate. It was good because also sometimes I don't realize like when I'm talking on my podcast, I have to make sure that it's appropriate for my audience and not just like a, a release right? Like I want this podcast to be purposeful for the people who are listening, but it also is such, it's so healing for me and it gives me a voice. So I have to like have that balance. Like it's not my diary, (laughs) but it's like, I can be vulnerable and it has a purpose, right? So I was sharing that with her. Like it actually felt so good to listen to my story. It was like so liberating in some sense, like where I was like, wow, like those are my words. That's my, those are my feelings, my resiliency. And she was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that for me as well. I love that. I, and I loved listening to that episode where you shared all of that. And it, again, it gave me the chills because there was so much content that was relatable. Yeah. Even what I went through. And even though it's so different, it just, it was, it just felt so good to know that I'm not alone and that you've helped me just so much on this entire journey. It just, it's really amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for that. Yeah. So let's dive in to you. If you want to introduce yourself and also if you want to share a little bit more about like when we first started working together, which I feel like is like around two years ago, right? I'm like, I don't even know at this point. I think it was two years ago. Um, 
where were you two years ago on your healing journey and your grief journey when you reached out to work with me versus like where you are now? Yeah. I remember it was like Christmas and there, like, I remember it like it was yesterday because of how much you've impacted my life. Mm-hmm. And it was the Christmas tree was still up. It was like a couple of days after Christmas, Christmas time. And I'm just in a complete loss. And it was, I guess, I guess it would have been the first Christmas without my mom, possibly mm-hmm. something like that. And I said, I have to do something with this grief. It's so heavy. Christmas is such a, a thing for me and my family. My mom. So my mom is the one that passed mm-hmm. and she really made things so special. And with her gone, I noticed all that magic and she was truly the glue in our family. And I was like, wow, like what are the holidays without her? And I just remember feeling so sick and I had lost and gained so much weight at one point. I think I was almost 250 pounds. I really think I was like close to that mark. And I remember just eating and eating and sleeping. And I was a caregiver for my father who was now widowed. And I just was in complete despair. And I remember being on Instagram and thank God for social media because you popped up Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow. And I started looking through things and I was like, this is so cool because I wanted to connect with a medium. I hadn't gotten that real good connection. Mm -hmm. I was hoping for closure. And it's so funny because ever since I was little, I always had this feeling, Katie, and I've told you this before, that like my mom was never going to live her whole life. And so whether she had a surgery or it was like a a magical moment and I got emotional growing up. Like this is only now, like it's not going to be forever. And so when I connected with you and, and reached out, I was like, I just have a really good feeling. Like the fact that everything was holistic Mm -hmm. and it was exactly what I was looking for. And so I remember between being overweight not eating, not sleeping, worrying about my father and my sister and our whole family dynamic. It just felt like the families had divided almost like, I don't know what it's like to be a child of like a divorced family, but Mm -hmm. it felt that because my mom was such a like person, a big pillar in all of our lives. And so, um, and where I am now is just like, the fact that I can talk about her right now mm-hmm. and, and not get so emotional and not feel so heavy mm-hmm. is just so attributed to the work that we've done together. And like you guys, I can't even, and again, I have like the chills. Like I think the biggest part, Katie, of what you gifted me, what were conversations closure that I never got with my mom because she was taken so tragically so like she was gone and um and yeah just a little bit about myself like I'm from New Jersey and we moved to Long Island and everything happened so fast like we got um my husband and I we got married bought a house had a baby pandemic and, and then I had my mom for the first nine months of my daughter's life and then she, um, oh gosh, she had a food choking accident mm-hmm. um, on the way to a sleep study with my father in the car. And they were, 
and this, this, this kills me. And I know that I've had to release a lot of this with you, but that particular afternoon I had ordered Panera bread and I know that they wanted to grab food before they got to the sleep study. And um, they happened to grab Panera bread that was across the street from the facility. And that was it. And it was the weirdest thing because I felt she had had nightmares leading up to her passing, other types of things. We've had, we had lots of deep conversations. And then I just remember, I, it's like, I didn't want to let her go kind of like we always Velcro and letting her leave out that door. It was so beautiful. There was this like light and sun kind of, cause the sun was like going down. They were leaving the house and she had said goodbye to my daughter and said, I'd see you tomorrow. And I just saw this like sun kind of like shining on her face. And I was just like, I don't think I have, I don't want to let her go. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember, and I still have it on the camera that me opening the front door and saying, are you sure you guys are okay? Yeah. It was just the weirdest thing. And, you know, one thing led to another. And my dad had called me and told me that, you know, she was gone and like this accident happened and he tried Mm -hmm. to revive her and all the things. And just, Mm -hmm. I just remember, um, how impactful that moment was and that night was for me, but the fact that you've helped me so much on this journey, it's absolutely incredible. Just really. Well, thank you so much for, you know, saying that, you know, and I always reflect back to clients by saying like, I always appreciate hearing those words because it just is a confirmation to me that like this work is impactful, right? That it's like, I'm doing something right. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you're the one who chose to show up, you know, that you chose yourself really saying that like, I can't do this alone. I deserve support. I need support. And I'm going to, you know, I always say that the universe and God and spirit bring the people into my life. Like I do very little marketing, although right now I'm like learning, okay, Katie, like increase the, mm-hmm. you know, the attention on marketing. Cause as you evolve, you have to like make different investments and things like that. Right. But like, I, I really do heavily rely on um energy and spirituality to attract like the right people into my life. And this experience that we're having together, even just sharing this conversation is such a testament to the universe and how that is so powerful how like I always put the intention out there like God universe spirit our spirit guides please bring me the people that need my healing and my work and my teachings and my support and vice versa right like bring people into my life that's going to change my life too, you know? And so you've impacted my life as well, you know, just by being that that person that continues to do the work makes me feel purposeful. And you're just such a kind soul. So, and I appreciate you and your family so much, you know? Oh, thank you, Katie. And I feel like even everything I just shared is just like the surface of it, you know? It's right, so exactly. Deep. But it's just like that you helped connect me with um, the mindful eating coach. And I was able to really, you know, focus new energy with that and just everything that you've done. It's just like so layered and it's just really just remarkable 
It's not like you're, you're not just a medium, like you're, you're a coach, you're my Reiki master, mm-hmm. like all the things. And it's just so incredible. Like, you're just so talented. It's just, it's, it just, it's crazy. Like I often tell uh, my husband, I'm like, Katie is just so magical. So what type of things came up on your grief journey that you were really struggling with? Besides obviously the big loss that you experienced it was it was really just we picked this house specifically so that my parents could live with us and be close Mm -hmm. with us and so my like my daughter wasn't even one and I needed my mom like I mentioned before like we were velcro um so I am adopted and so being adopted I know you know that Mm -hmm. I I think I think I somewhat imprinted on my mom or something yeah. like that. So, you know, every decision we make, all the decisions in my life we would make together, every struggle, everything, even like picking out this house, yeah. you know, she was so much involved. And so I think the hardest thing when she left was just what happened to my vision. I worked so hard in my twenties to like save money for this house, like to, to build this like dream and like, you know, find my soulmate and and all the things. But most importantly, it was like, just, I wanted to honor my life by sharing my life with my parents because they had given me such privilege to, to live in this country versus where, you know, I'm from South America. And so it was just this beautiful vision I had. And the fact that like they didn't, she didn't get to live here even a year. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn motherhood by myself and I'm still learning and mm-hmm. without such an anchor in my life. And, um, you know, I was never really close with um, aunts or other type of female or feminine roles in my life. So, you know, I lack that. And so I think that there were so many more conversations I wanted to have with her and so many things that, you know, I struggled with were just, you know, to have another child, like, mom, what do I really do? Or like, um, should this really be our forever home? Um, you know, um, I always asked her if I should get a third dog and I ended up getting one anyway. And so, there you know and she she kept me company a lot of the time so another huge thing was that um my husband works a lot and so i remember i got really emotional when i was pregnant with my daughter and she had just moved in and construction was still going on for the apartment she'd be living in in our house mm-hmm. and i just remember breaking down saying like how am i going to do this with like the two dogs and a newborn and it's a pandemic And I have anxiety with like the pandemic as it is, like, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I going to give my daughter like the lifestyle or childhood that she needs? Like, and on top of that, with, with my husband gone so often, Mm -hmm. and like, it's going to be really lonely. Um, And she, she said, don't worry, I'll be here. Like, I'll be here when you get lonely, like we'll, we'll have each other. And so it just really chokes me up even thinking about it now because there are so many gaps in the day mm-hmm. and it she would have filled those gaps. We would have had the conversations. Um, 
And so I struggled with that, Katie. And I struggled with like my mom, her background was education Mm -hmm. and all the things. And she was a teacher and she was ultimately my teacher. And I was excited for her to be my daughter's teacher. So I struggled with all of these moments that were robbed from me. Yeah. Yeah. I think like that's a huge part of grief. I think that we get so like, I don't really fixate on the stages of grief because I believe that there, you know, it's like healing is just nonlinear. You can be at peace and you can be angry. Then you could be, you know, having all these different variety of emotions. It's not just like those different stages, I feel. But I do believe that anger and frustration and denial are a huge piece of grief of like, I cannot believe that this happened to me. And like, you do have to get that to that sense of peace of what you did lose. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the stages, I don't know if it's possible. Like, I feel like you could answer that, Mm -hmm. but because I'm so like, I, I understand emotion so well. I don't know if like my brain was playing tricks on me, but the moment that I found out she had actually passed Mm -hmm. and it was real. I remember, um, my daughter was sleeping at the time. She was only nine months old. Um, hubby was with her and I just ran down to the apartment. I started screaming at all the pictures on the wall. I was pacing back and forth. Like, how could you take her? How could you take her? And then I just remember my husband coming down and saying, you know, what can I do? And I said, I don't know. And I remember running to the front yard, Katie, like, like a maniac. And literally I, I like dug my hands in like the, in like the dirt and like the front. And I just, was I was like screaming to the sky and I was just, my neighbors are going to think I'm crazy. And I remember running back inside, but I felt as if with the stages of grief that I went through, like all of them in like 10 minutes. Yeah. It was the craziest experience. And I then, and then I calmed down and it was like acceptance, denial, anger. Like, I was like, whoa. I think, yeah. And to your point, like, yes, I think that obviously healing takes a long time, right? I don't think that we're ever going to be healed from grief. Like there's always going to be this like hole in our soul, you know, because it's like when you have this person that you can physically speak to connect with, it feels so real to like have them there. You have to adjust the relationship is what I always say is like, they're still in your life. You just have to adjust the relationship, but we don't always want to adjust the relationship, right? Like we don't want to have to do that. Um, One thing I noticed about going through grief and like a traumatic loss, right? Like we're we're speaking to traumatic losses like right now too. I mean, any loss is tragic, right? But like when it when it's like someone dies very young or unexpectedly, I feel like we go through such a a traumatic, stressful event. You really get to see how humans can adapt. Like we have this innate resiliency within us and we you just go through it you just have to go through it and you just have to survive I mean from my episode and I know from your life too it's like trying to survive does a lot of harm to you as well like 
getting through it and getting over it and 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 trying to live your life like other things fall to the wayside like my mental health really struggled my weight like all the things um because I just couldn't handle it exactly and the one thing that I loved about what you were sharing for your journey that was so relatable that I can't get out of my head in this Mm -hmm. moment was that you could have conversations with him for hours and hours and that was my mom yeah and to to feel like that could ever be replaced like there's just certain connections we have with people and I always say like everybody's grief is unique because of the unique relationship you have with that person exactly and and that nobody could physically mentally spiritually understand that because you're not them they're not you Mm -hmm. and it's that element Katie that You can yeah. those conversations. Mm-hmm. The fact that you could just hang out for hours, just that mm-hmm. that just irreplaceable connection. It's just mm-hmm. that's that really just stung. It really did. Of course, you know, and this is your mother, like the mother who like adopted you and took you in and you developed this really strong relationship with her you know, like, of course, it's so irreplaceable. And, you know, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. And it's definitely something that is so traumatic as well. Like just horrible. Thank you. So horrible. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Yeah, I know. What now there are so many people out here listening that have tragically lost someone, you know, and especially a parent. And for those who are newly going through this, what would you give to them as advice or support, words of wisdom? What would you encourage them with? Yeah. You know, it's 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 interesting because we all go through grief in our life, whether it's like losing a friend, right. even like um, changing careers. And so there's all these different elements of grief. And so you think, you know, you know, what, you know, you can prepare all you want, but, um, it does always stay with you. It just, you know, I think you've said it before that eventually you learn to, um, adapt, accept. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but it, it never to the way I see it is it doesn't necessarily get easier. You just end up having more tools in your toolbox. Mm -hmm. So like right now, um, I've overcome a lot of those struggles I talked about earlier, but now of course I'm dealing with new struggles. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the beginning of my grief, I did push everybody away. Mm -hmm. And that would be one piece of advice that I maybe probably would share and maybe not to do because Mm -hmm. it is good to have a support system. And Mm -hmm. some people, you know, they'll have their time in place. But, you know, so now I'm seeing a lot more of my in-laws and that's so beautiful. But what I struggle with now is seeing that, you know, my husband's family, they're all there, like all, like their whole puzzle piece together. And, you know, whereas, you know, what about my parents and I don't have my parents. And so there's always going to be new things that come up in grief. And so even though right now I'm like, oh, I'm at such a good place. 
it's always like a work in progress and you're mm-hmm. always going to have to work through new things. And it's really just not pushing people away right away, like learning how yeah. to filter who's good for you and maybe mm-hmm. who can, you know, come in at a later time and getting that support system. Like Katie, I don't know where I would be if I had never connected with you. And I say that all the time. And so it's to find some, like to connect with Katie, if you're listening to this and you're not, you don't have a support system. You don't have Katie. I mean, it really just, all it takes is connecting with her Mm -hmm. and sharing your story and seeing how she can help. But like, I just, there's so much work that we've done that I probably would be at, I would still be heavily depressed. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like finding, finding your new anchor, right? Like you're the person that's helped me build a whole new foundation Mm -hmm. because although you've given me tools for my toolbox, I still have to use them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You have to put in the work. Unfortunately, healing is work, you know, Mm -hmm. and recovering is work. And you know, from what I'm hearing with you, I think the main point is like really being patient with yourself as well. And like having that patience and that self-awareness. And I think sometimes it is really hard to have that when you are like going through the worst pain of your life. And um, just having that sense of, of accountability and support for yourself is really, really important so that you don't get far off on your healing journey. Yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. And it's, it is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It really is. And I think that part of why I'm at this point is because, you know, I take everything seriously. Like, you know, um, these are the tools use them, but then if I have questions, I can come to you. If new stuff shows up, I can come to you. And it's just, it's just really cool that like, Yeah. Yeah. And I have to commend you on that because we have been working together for a long time. And I can definitely confidently say that you have grown and have evolved. And and you always confirm with me by giving me evidence that you've done the work, which is so beautiful. It's not like, oh, yeah, Katie, I did what I, you know, had to do or whatever. And, and obviously, it's like, I do care because I care about you and my clients. Like, I want you to feel better. I want you to reach your goals personally and professionally and, 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 you know, your healing goals. And I want you to go through the treatment course, you know, but of of course it's like, you have to be the one that cares, you know? So the fact that you cared about your journey and you showed up and did the work, like it's, it, it, the proof is in the pudding, right? We have the evidence. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's so it's similar. I can compare it to like um, my weight loss journey. Whereas the more pounds I saw coming off, I was like, "Wow, I guess something's working." So yeah. it would be every after every session we would have together, I felt so much lighter, mm-hmm. and I felt so much more at peace. And it's like why I kept showing up. And it's like I always focused on my why, like as well. And like you know, why do we do this? Why? It's like of course we all want to feel better, but it's, it's, I think it's for everyone to discover their why. And I think that helps with accountability too. Yes, definitely. And 
just segueing into like the last part of this podcast is we have done a lot of work around, you know, trauma recovery, um, identity like stuff with the way that you identify yourself and the way that you're, you know, putting yourself um, in position as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as, you know, um, in your professional life. And we also have done a lot of work with spirituality too and evolving spiritually and connecting spiritually and energetically so I would love for you to speak on this because I think that a lot of people who are in my network of people they know the benefits of working in the human experience and also in the spiritual realm and the energy work and the healing work in that way too right it's not just mindset it's with your body and it's also energetically and spiritually and so you are somebody who has really dove right in and did all that holistic healing work with me Um, we actually even certified you in Reiki we've done so much of that work together coaching therapy healing trauma recovery spiritual um, you you dive also into the uh, mediumship work as well. So how did combining all of that help you? Because I think sometimes people are also fearful of mediumship and spirituality when they are healing, um, or some people even ignore the mental health aspect of things. So you pretty much balanced out the both, all concepts of healing that I offer. So how did all of that help you? Oh my gosh. I feel like that the mediumship filled in gaps that other type of healing modalities or people or professionals would have never been able to do. So it's like you as Katie and you as a psychic medium, it's just, it's just so cool. That's why I I say like, you're so gifted. Like, are you really human? Because (laughs) Katie is just multifaceted with all these different talents and, and layers. It's just, so the way that it's helped me, I, I mentioned having closure with my mother Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have been able to get that experience with, you know, Samantha, the therapist, Mm -hmm. right. Or somebody like that. And so, you know, while we work together, especially in the mediumship, like I had a couple miscarriages, which Mm -hmm. also is, um, you know, weaved into the grief and I'm still trying to wrap my head around that I've had miscarriages because the mom grief is so heavy. I'm still like confused. I'm like, so my body, had miscarriages like am I okay right (laughs) like I still don't think I've grieved them but we'll get there and so there I remember one of our mediumship readings like you even knew I was pregnant before I did and I believe I might have asked you even like we Mm -hmm. like topic related but I think a person has to be open to the idea that and truly understand that they're is a whole other side. Mm -hmm. I know when I was speaking to my father about this, you know, (laughs) the way I explained it is there really is a spirit world. There really Mm -hmm. is a place that we cross into. And I think that it's hard and people are scared because they're afraid of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And you being this bridge 
from this platform on earth to the other side and being able to channel these messages, I think that a person has to be really open to believing that it's all real and that that is the reality of things first and foremost. And when a person can put that together, then these connections and these validations that happen during mediumship, right? Because Mm -hmm. what I've learned so much with you is like, the person that's trying to connect will say something that's relevant or Mm -hmm. that makes sense to the listener. So, you know, if they're talking about um, a symbol or a sign or a song or a place, those are validation things in the way that Mm -hmm. they communicate and come through with you. So it's like, it's like a person has to be open. They have to believe they have to be receptive and then they won't be so blindsided by these cues, these clues that are coming Mm -hmm. in. And just the fact that the, the way that it's helped me heal, I've had those validations from the other side, from multiple individuals, not just my mom and messages. And, you know, I, I, Katie is, it's not, Katie's not a fortune teller. Like she's, mm-hmm. she can't like predict the future, but I'm, I'm not joking. She kind of has like, <laughs> it's kind of scary I, sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely like, it could give you the chills and mm-hmm. obviously every medium is different, right? Katie, yeah. but I, when I tell you guys, there hasn't been one thing that Katie hasn't like she's gotten everything on the nail and everything that she's I've asked about Mm -hmm. and I come with my questions to each mediumship and each healing session everything has either come to pass or is currently happening and it's helped me heal and I've told I've told you this before, Katie, like the Mm -hmm. way I like to use it sometimes is not just when I'm grieving and I have questions and I want to connect with my mom, but sometimes I like to be prepared Mm -hmm. of what's to come and Mm -hmm. I use it as a tool. Yeah. And, and that's truly like, I feel like if you come prepared and there's healing involved with it, spirit with Katie can truly help you with what you're dealing with. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's a tool. It really is a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you this, like this extra magical tool in your toolbox and you can do what you want with it and take it with yeah. a grain of salt or just write it down mm-hmm. and remember like, aha, that's what Katie was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so, it's such an interesting question that you're asking because there's so many ways to answer it. I just know that the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is just, I have healed so much because of your knowledge and your expertise with the therapy and the therapeutic mm-hmm. like elements that you've shared and helped me like grow with the tools, but then bridging that with the mediumship is like no other experience. It's the Mm -hmm. coolest freaking thing. And the conversations I've had with my mom and the things that she said Mm -hmm. are just totally remarkable and so divine, like, like you always say. Mm -hmm. And, um, I like wouldn't have it any other way. I just, it's just the most magical, beautiful, heartwarming and you feel whole I so much more like I I almost feel like I could end with saying 
it almost, and this is just my experience, but I almost like pushed through my grief Mm -hmm. journey and like, like faster because of your help, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas where I am now may have taken like a decade. I'm not joking. Mm -hmm. And in two years, it could have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, it's the best feeling, Katie. It's the, what you gave to me is like so priceless and it's such a gift. Oh, well, I'm so glad, you know, you, you being in this place means everything to me because you deserve it, you know, and I hope to continue to support you and be there for you and watch you flourish. And the last thing that I'm going to ask you is, what are your goals for the future? I know that you actually are starting your own podcast. So I'd love to hear you talk about that. And, you know, just what you have planned for the future, all your, you know, positive endeavors that you have going on with your new positive perspective on life. Yeah. Well, it's so exciting because I know my daughter's going to be starting preschool soon Mm -hmm. and I'm going to let her do it. Yay. So there's going to be more time, you know, Mm -hmm. that I have to do things. And so with this podcast, I'm going to use it as Mm -hmm. like an outlet to just hopefully connect and make my own little community. Um, But I love it because, um, the whole aspect of the podcast is I'm not limited very much like you, Mm -hmm. like you can talk about everything and anything Mm -hmm. on here and makes it like never ending. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so, and so I love that. So I'll, I'll be busy with launching that hopefully next week. Amazing. Yeah. And it's going to be called Facing the Strange with Steph. <gasps> love it. I what love it. Like? Yeah. Because so many things that we face in life are so strange. Right? Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. I love so it. I love that. And, you know, we'll see what life brings. I know we have this mm-hmm. third pup, but we've had her for a year now. So it's mm-hmm. just balancing the life, the home. Mm-hmm. and. And I'm sure, I'm sure the future has great things for us. So, so yeah, yeah, hopefully, and I'll continue to heal with you because things are always coming up and yeah. And hopefully I want to get that master level for Reiki. So yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and being of service to others. You know, it takes a lot of bravery and courage, like I said, to put yourself out there. So thank you. Thank you, Katie.